Before we jump into the episode, I just want to say thank you. A sincere, heartfelt thank you just for hanging out with me, for being podcast people. You truly have a very special place in my heart, and I love that we get to connect on the the podcast, of course, but also for those of you that reach out via DM. And this episode came from a question that I got in the DMs, and it was kind of a, it, it made me pause for a second. And then I thought, ooh, this is going to make a great podcast episode. So let's get to it. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, beauty business coach, salon owner of 15 plus years and a stylist too. Each week I will bring guests, topics, and conversations you can relate to. We all need biz solutions fast and for them to work. I'm an open book and aim to share all of my answers with you. No matter what stage you are in in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-Minute Beauty Business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. The DM that is the inspiration for today's episode was a little bit of a deeper conversation in the DMs. And I always say, if you write me a question or send me a question, I will either respond in the stories or record a podcast about it because you're probably not the only person with that question, If especially if I can't answer like in a few couple of, of sentences or a line. But this question really hit home because I know as a business coach, when I work with someone intimately, when I work with somebody one-on-one, when I work with somebody in my group programs, this is the thing that really needs to be tackled. And we do work on it, of course, in, in my programs and everything else. But I think as humans, we should work on it a little bit more. The question was, how do I learn to believe in myself? How do I get the confidence to to do this stuff in my business? And it made me pause because sometimes as a business coach, you can get a little bit further away from where you started, which is a good thing because it shows that you are learning and growing and that your clients are learning and growing and that you you're you don't have to be at that first step anymore. And while I don't think confidence is a first step at all, I think it's a step that we're always working on and always growing and and flexing that muscle and sometimes, you know, cha-chaing with it a little bit in, in our lives and in our business, I forgot that we need to talk about it. And so thank you. If you sent that DM, you know I am sending you all the love and gratitude for that. And we've talked about it a bunch. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. But also, this is for all of us. And this goes for me too, because even I have these things that I'm going to share with you here in this episode in my habits to safeguard myself from getting too far away from from believing in myself or from for lacking confidence. Because there are moments we're human, like it happens, right? And it even happens to me as a business coach, as a salon owner, and all those things where we have missteps and our confidence wavers, or we're unsure because it's the first time we're doing something, or even just like something is off that day and we don't feel super confident. And so I know it's incredibly important. And so I want to dive into that today a little bit with you. It'll be a quick episode, but I just... Really want to make sure that before we start, that I tell you this your worth is not tied to your output. It is not tied to your accomplishments. Sure, it might make you feel good. Um, but your worth is intrinsic. You 
are all of the things that you need to be from the moment that you were born. And while some of us have more, I don't want to say like handouts, but have more help and more helping hands as we grow and as we become the people that we are today. And that doesn't necessarily mean from your childhood, but absolutely definitely that has an impact. There are things that you can do no matter what your past is or has been that can help you grow your confidence. And so if you didn't have the parenting lottery or the family lottery, or if trauma has infiltrated your life to affect your confidence, that's a real thing. And I'm very sorry for that, right? I want you to not have had to deal with those things. But I recognize that many of us have things in our past that will affect that. Now, for me, I literally think I had the parent lottery. I I mean, it is just, I could cry thinking about how incredibly fortunate I am. Oh, man, for real? Anyways, my mom's watching the baby right now as I record this, and it feels extra gratitude at the moment. So anyways, I feel like I had the major parent lottery. My parents supported me. They they let me fail, but my failures were happy failures. They weren't, they weren't bad, and they supported me if I sucked at something, you know, it was, it was still great and, and maybe to a fault. Right. So I feel like I, I really have a privilege in that. And so it's easy for me to say, these are the things that you need to do to be confident in your business, but know this, like if you come from somewhere where you don't have the support that you felt like you needed, or if you have something that's happened in your past that that limits you, that may be something that you want to work through with an expert. Because the minute that you can overcome that, I swear, I swear the minute that you can overcome the obstacles that we all have, and whether it's confidence or something else, this all affects your business and it will all affect your business positively. I, I truly believe that smart people go to therapy. I love Dr. Cat. And I just seriously recommend working through your stuff, your personal stuff, so that you can come to your business with a clean slate. And so you're not carrying a bunch of baggage around. Like that's that's what I want to say before we dive into this. And I know that I come to this conversation with privilege, but as your beauty business coach and the host of this very podcast that you were listening to, I want you to know that you deserve every single thing that you can dream of. You are capable of creating a life and a business that blows your freaking mind. I see it happen every single day with my students. And I just want you to believe in yourself first and foremost, because no one else has to believe in you for you to make it possible, for you to make it real, and for you to make it true, right? Like nobody else has to give you that, but I want you to know that I believe in you as for whatever that's worth, right? For whatever that's worth. Maybe it means the world and maybe it means nothing. But I want you to know that 100% I believe in you because I see it's possible. I know it's possible. And when I see the things happen in so many of my students, clients, whatever, I don't know, my friends is what I should really call you guys. Um, I, I'm blown away. And I'm b- more blown away by the obstacles that that are overcome in order to over, overcome to make it happen. Like that to me is way more interesting, way more interesting. And 
It just shows us that it's possible and fuels me, honestly. The things that my my clients overcome in their personal lives in order to move forward and have this these big growths, these big successes in their beauty businesses and then ultimately change their lives. Like that to me is so empowering that it it fires me up like okay Lexi, what's your excuse? Right? Like that is the that's my mindset. And so if I can rub that off on you a little bit, not not to be hard on yourself, but to to be inspired by others and to also be inspired by whatever it is that you've gone through because it's empowering. You you lived through it successfully and that in itself leads me to the very first point of how we are going to have belief in ourselves in order to make our businesses thrive. Because if you don't believe in yourself as a business owner, right? So we're going to leave all that other stuff behind. We're switching gears here. If you don't believe in yourself as a business owner, which would have roots in all that other stuff, then how are you going to show up successfully? How are you going to show up with confidence in your beauty business? And so when I got this like hundred layer onion of a question in my DMs, like how do you have that belief in yourself? For me, it's probably an easy answer because every time I failed, it didn't matter, right? And granted, there have been some big failures that absolutely mattered. But when I fail, I recognize that there's a new opportunity. It comes down to my mindset. It comes down to the 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 reality that I believe there's another chance. I know there is another chance. And so no matter how bad it stings or hurts or sucks or whatever to fail in that moment, I know I'm going to get up and I'm going to continue to try again. The other thing that comes down to is that even if I fail, I'm like, okay, I want that thing bad enough. That diamond encrusted carrot is out there still for me. I really have that ingrained in my, in terms of why I'm even doing the thing. Because if the reason that you're doing these things isn't big enough for you to be excited about, there's no reason to worry about if you believe in yourself or not because you won't want it. Like, And, and the other thing that is tied to this is that you have to believe you deserve that diamond encrusted carrot, right? And and I know that sometimes that's also a whole other thing. And that's why this conversation, I, I debated going back and forth, like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I not do it? Oh, I don't know. Like, maybe I should get a therapist on and we should talk about it. Like, and maybe we will, right? You guys let me know if this is something, if this is the conversation we need to have, or if you're like, no, Lexi, like, get off the soapbox, leave that to the experts, and just keep on with the business chatter. The main thing when it comes to how to have belief in yourself, how to have confidence in your business is to recognize that your emotions are incredibly valid. You have to acknowledge your emotions. You have to feel your emotions and you have to let them flow through your body, get out however you need to let them get out. Maybe you acknowledge them. Maybe you cry. Maybe you scream, giggle, dance. I don't know what that is for you. For me, sometimes I have to like take a deep breath, say, okay, I'm friggin' pissed. I am upset. I am like sad beyond. I am nervous. I'm excited. Whatever those emotions are. And I have to breathe through those things. For me, that's a lot of it. Sometimes tears, but honestly, like for me, tears are not a thing that happen from like sad, mad, those are, that's not where my tears come from. Like frustration. That's not me. I'm usually, I'm a happy crier. I cry because like somebody was too nice to me or something. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'll work with that. I'll work with Dr. Cat on that. But so for me, it's usually like, um, 
like it's like an energy, like I can feel my body like tense up. I can get really like, um, it just, it's a different vibe for me. Like if I'm really, truly upset by something, I usually am pretty quiet, which you guys know is pretty rare here. And I am more internal. And so for me, I need to breathe through it and I need to get that out of my body. Sometimes I'll go for really, really, really long walks. Uh, I will like exercise and zone out. Like if I can get my brain quiet, then, or like occupied with something else, usually music or some sort of like moving meditation, then I can usually flush that stuff out of my body pretty quickly. But it is important to also understand what works for you. But but your emotions are super valid. You have to honor them. You have to look at them and say, all right, cool. Like I'm so upset by this, I, I'm, but I'm not going to be paralyzed. It. You need to recognize your emotions are valid, but they are also not factual. So this is the number one thing. Your emotions are valid, but they are not factual. Emotions are just what they are. Like it's something that they're almost like energy that moves through us. I don't really, I mean, I just made that up, but it feels like it to me. This is again, my podcast, my description. We're going to run with it. The thing about it is, is once you recognize that your emotions are not factual, that you start to to twist how you how you feel about your emotions. So if I say, Ugh, like even just earlier as the example I gave, like Lexi, that's like what's your excuse, right? Like that's almost in the vein of negative self-talk. While I don't want to do that, like I'm a human. And so I can say, okay, the emotion there is that I'm not good enough. And so I should try to work harder, which comes back to something that I personally have to work through, which is that my worth is tied to my output, right? That's something that that's an old story that I told myself that I no longer believe, but it comes back to that, right? You can see how I tie this, all that yuck stuff back to that. And I go, okay, wait, that's an emotion. That's not a fact. The fact here is that that individual had amazing success and had a a couple of hurdles to get through to get there. And the only fact is, is that that is inspiring. There's that, that story has nothing to do with me other than I am inspired by it, but I could have downward spiraled there. Do you see how that could have tied together? And so the fact that I recognize my emotion is valid and that I have to come back and say, okay, wait, Lexi, your accomplishments do not define you. That is not your worth. These are things for me to say that may not be what applies to you, right? Like you may have a whole different ball game to work through. And, and so I look at that and I go, okay, that's not fact, but maybe you're like, I'm not insert whatever adjective here, smart enough, tall enough, skinny enough, I don't know, whatever the things that we all say that I can't go on my stories and talk. My teeth are not white enough. My, I, my, I don't, my, I have a lazy eye. Like, yeah, all of those things I'm describing myself, right? Like those are all things that I could say that have things that I've gone through my mind. And then now you guys are all going to look at my teeth. (laughs) Uh, So, but emotions, those are emotional statements. Those are not facts, right? So when I look at that and I go, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I come back to that and I say, that's not facts. So what can I do to look at the facts? Okay. I'm going to look at the facts about this. Why would I let the facts here are why would I let the color of my freaking teeth stop me from getting out, going on stories, and talking to you about whatever it is that I want to talk about that day 
because it's important for your beauty business. Because I know that I'm committed in this effort as your beauty business coach, podcast host, and friend, that I'm here. I come back to my why. I come back to that diamond and crested carrot, which is I want to make a difference. I want to help more women. This is my this is my purpose statement. I want to help more put more wealth in the hands of women, put more power in the hands of women so that they can change the trajectory of their lives and their families' lives through their beauty business. And the the, the things, the experiences, the skills, the failures, the successes, all those things that I have had the last 17 years of salon ownership, almost 17 years, is exactly what gives me the license to do so. So the color of or the shade of ivory of my teeth is an emotional issue that has absolutely no fact. Like, yes, there's fact in what color my teeth are, but who freaking cares? Because that's not the issue. The fact is the emotion would make me feel less confident. It would make me feel so unconfident that I would then jeopardize my entire purpose, that I wouldn't go out there and talk to you guys, that I wouldn't put my face on camera, that I, that, like that because it's an emotion and I would give the emotion the power. No, if I look at the fact, the fact is that I'm here. The reason I want to go on stories at all is so that I can help change people's lives. And I've always said, if I can give one other salon owner, one other stylist, the tools to better her business that changes her life and ultimately gives her more power, more wealth, more freedom, more revenue, any of those things that then changes the path for her future families and for her life, most importantly, right? Today is where we're at. That's what I want to do. Like, that's my why. So I'm sharing all of this with you, and I've been kind of vulnerable here in this episode. You're welcome. I don't do that very often because it's uncomfortable. And and I, But I want you to know that it happens to all of us. I want you to know that we're all in the same boat. It just, our boat looks different because of our experiences, because of the bringing up that we've had the the uh, upbringing um because of the experiences right and so i want you to just first and foremost look at the proof and say that's an emotion i'm nervous to do this even sometimes in in my beauty business here i'll say okay i i want to i want to run this promotion i'm going to do this new thing so a few weeks ago i i created this new program this new like three week intensive called simplify it's so cool. We're probably in the middle of it right now as you're listening to this live or maybe at the end, but it's just like, it was so, I I was fired up about it as I created it. And I'm like, this is amazing. And then I went to post about it and I thought, what if nobody buys it? What if nobody wants this? The same thing happened when I did BFF. Literally, we're about to launch Salon Quarterly with all new upgrades, crazy and like amazing stuff and amazing changes in SQ. And and I still have the same creepy little thought that comes in and says, what if nobody buys it? Like, what? what if? Like, oh my gosh, that's nuts. But the thing is, is that that's an emotion, right? The fact is that if no one buys it, it's not a reflection of me. It's it's a reflection on the experience. I already have proof that people have bought Salon Quarterly in the past, so I can come back and say, where are the facts? Where are the facts? That's what we want to look for. So you look to the facts, and you have to say, all right, I can do this. This is where I'm at 
this is where I'm at. These are the facts. And that's, this is, if worst case scenario, if nobody buys it, okay, then we offer it again the next quarter. Then we try again a different day. Same thing, like if you're offering clients a new service, or if you are going to start, maybe you're going to open a salon, maybe you need to hire people. Maybe, I don't know what that thing is that makes you uncomfortable, that, that, makes you question the belief in yourself. Maybe it's that you have you want to start a new big business. Maybe you want to become an educator. You have a big dream. And if you let those little negative thoughts, those those things that ultimately all add up to you not having belief in yourself stop you, what about your dream? What about that girl that is so excited to do those things? That woman who is excited to make a difference in other people's lives, who wants to share her gift, who wants to have clients leave her chair and feel transformed or renewed. Literally one of my assistants, this is so crazy because I I just sat there like, what? Like I say, hey, what do you want your um, specialty to be? And she goes, well, I really want to specialize in toupee installation. And like, I don't know her that well yet. So I'm like, is this a joke? No, she's not joking. She's dead serious. But if she didn't have the confidence to say that this is important, I I, like, I like this and the confidence in herself to know like I can do that and that people will, will want that. Like that's something that I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, like, I think you're going to have a lot of like, what? Like I'm thinking, okay, well, uh, I don't know how to do that. So we are going to have to work on that together, but we will figure it out. But the thing is, is she comes to that with confidence because it's a dream. But if I, literally didn't say, cool, awesome, let's do it. If I didn't support her, any negative self-doubts or any anything that she had going on, that might have stopped her from having that dream, right? And she's committed to making a difference for people that wear a toupee that she wants to make them feel good, right? Like there, there's always a, a, a bigger why of why we want to do that thing. And we need to cling to that rather than letting our emotions creep in and giving them room in our brain as facts. We need to always look for the facts. And then if if you can't, if you look at the facts and you're like, well, it's pretty scary, then look at worst case scenario. Yes, like if no one ever buys my products, my, my services, my programs, then yeah, I guess I'll have to figure something else out. But you know what? I know that I can. I know that I will. I have proof. And that's the second thing that you have to do is you need to look to proof in yourself. So where have you been successful before? What have you tried and lived through? What have you tried and failed and lived through? And also, what have you tried where you're pleasantly surprised? You have to come back to those things as well. And and if you can't stop thinking about something that's positive, if you can't stop thinking about something that you want, if you can't stop dreaming about it, if you can't stop trying it on, then, then you don't stop thinking about it. You got to start working on it right? You got to move from thinking about it to actually taking action. I want you to be incredibly stubborn about your goals, but I want you to be flexible with your methods. We talk about that and that approach all the time here on the podcast. But when it comes to having belief in yourself and confidence, you need to act as if it's impossible to fail. You need to start just telling yourself, I got this. I can do this. I got this. We can do it. I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. You need 17 to 22 touch points. Okay, I'm making fun of myself a little bit. But seriously, like you need to have proof in yourself. And I know that the internet is 
full, 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 full of this like self-love, self-acceptance, da 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 like take care of yourself, mental health, all this, whatever. That's cool. And it's amazing. And I hope that it lands. But for me, I know I'll read a post and then I do nothing with it. Nothing, nothing. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't stick with me. And that's because I didn't have any ownership over it. And so you need to kind of come up with your own. You need to, you need to figure out your own proof and, and figure out what works for you so that you can carry that with you into those moments where the emotions come up, where things show up and, and where you go, that's not true. That's not fact. My emotions are valid, but they will not dictate my future right? Like that's the kind of conversation we need to change into instead of letting that little voice creep in and tell us whatever it is that was negative that put the self-doubt there in order to diminish our confidence. And lastly, the thing that I don't want to exclude is that you need to be selfish with your self-preservation. And and what do I mean by that? Well, when you have a new idea, when you are getting excited about something, like keep it to yourself, pump yourself up, really talk yourself into it. And then when you're ready, share it with the world. So you don't need the peanut gallery. You don't need a bunch of naysayers. You don't need people in your corner who are protective of you, but in like a maybe they don't understand negative way to diminish your dream to stomp on the confidence as you're building it. So I say keep things close to the vest. You can tell me. I'm going to cheer you on. I'm like seriously the best hype girl. You just send me a DM of anything that's on your heart, and I will cheer you on and help you work through the process. But really, though, like when I have a new idea, I'm 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 kind of slow to share. I want to I want to really feel it. I want to work it out. I want to get used to it. I want to try it on. I want to have those little conversations in my head first where I can say that's not true. That's an emotion I'm feeling, but I'm not carrying that with me. I want to do that all by myself. And and this is my personal process, but I I encourage you to try it and see how it feels. I want you to move slow before you share. Like you don't need other people's validation. Train yourself to give yourself the validation first and then share when you're a little more confident. Share when their criticisms, which will generally come as a reflection on themselves and out of concern for you or protection of you, but we don't usually receive it that way. I want you to to truly, truly be ready for it. I want you to show up with so much confidence that they feel your confidence when you share this idea so that they have no option but to cheer you on as well. So I guess that's not really one simple answer of how to have belief in yourself in business or how to be more confident in your business. But one more thing that I do is when I get an awesome DM from you or if somebody leaves me a testimonial or anybody leaves feedback, even when you share the podcast and you say like, I love this episode, or if you share something that I've posted and you repost it, I will screenshot those. And I have a file folder on my file folder, um, a folder on my phone, and it's just called proof. And in there, I save all those screenshots so that when I have those moments of self-doubt, And when I really need to pull myself out of it, when I really am looking for like, man, I could feel good right now. And even if I'm like not in it in a negative way, but I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go look at that and I'm just going to feel good right now. I will go read my proof file and I look at all of those DMs. I look at testimonials from hair clients as well, who let, like maybe they left me a review on Yelp or Google or something. 
and I read those and I just, it just help. It makes me so happy. The same thing with reviews on the podcast. I love, love, love to read them. Sometimes on the reviews on the podcast, I don't know. I'm, I'll keep the good ones, right? Uh, but the whole point is that I have tangible proof as well. And so I encourage you to do that as well. Even if you make your own notes of like, hey, I did this really well today. Like I just crushed this balayage or I just, this color correction just literally changed her life or my client cried happy tears in my chair. Like bottle that up in a note so that you can come back and remember it and put it in your own proof file. So that's it. That is my answer and how to have belief in yourself and more confidence in your beauty business. I hope you have the most freaking fantastic, amazing week, and I will talk to you soon. I couldn't be more proud as a business coach and as a friend of the work that the women inside of Salon Quarterly have done this year. It has blown my mind, blown my expectations, and because of that, we are up-leveling for next year because I know it's freaking possible. What has been done this year has proven to me what I knew to be possible and then some. So we are all up-leveling. I'm up-leveling as a coach. The program is getting a whole new vibe and the goals are going to be bigger and even more exciting, if that's even possible. Salon Quarterly has grown and evolved and it's better than I could have ever imagined. And so we're turning it up a notch in 2023. We are gonna work on all aspects of your beauty business with a focus on growth and marketing based on a customized business plan. And that's all basically what we've been doing inside of SQ this year. Because that's what makes this work. And it works because it's based on what's important to you in your life, your dream 10. And on top of that, all of the new upgrades inside of SQ are just like, I I don't even know. I can't think of one word to describe it, but I am so freaking excited to share them with you. There's new updates in the library. We have something called sprints, which are being added, which will push you to get results fast because sometimes like you just need to push the gas and get some results today. And then, oh my goodness gracious, there is group Voxer starting in 2023. Oh my goodness, this is so much fun. Voxer is, it's just like, it's the app that I most want to open on my phone because the conversations we have, it's pure camaraderie plus like big business energy. Plus, there's so much more going into SQ for 2023 that I want you to be there. If your business is important to you, if you are ready to make an investment into yourself and into your business and you want your business to be easy, to be peaceful, and to have amazing results, then SQ is the place to be. Get on the wait list and make sure you have all of the information because we are opening doors right around the corner. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank Thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.